Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, like every fifth episode, it's Steph and I sharing our own stories with you. And today we're telling stories with our good friend, Mr. Joe Muck. You guys, Joe was actually the very first guest of Tell Us a Good Story four years ago. And it's hilarious what has happened since we recorded that very first episode with him. I think he thought there might only be three people who would ever listen to that episode. Well, little did he know, a bunch of his sixth grade students each year listen to that episode and ask him, if he was actually a professional wrestler during college. Also, <laughs> Joe's son Zeke is getting married here soon. We're so excited. And in honor of him, we're going to share some stories about what not to do when you get married. And what not to say to your wife when you get married. Exactly. Friends, we can't wait for you to hear all of these stories with our friend, Joe Muck. I'm Kevin. And I'm Stephanie. And during our marriage, we have dealt with an electrocution, a brain tumor, brain surgery. Then doctors telling us that children were not in our future, followed by miscarriage, and then Kevin's cancer diagnosis. However, today, we live a life completely healed and restored with three healthy children who doctors said were not possible. And we're here to tell stories that inspire, give hope, and brighten your day. Welcome to Tell Us a Good Story. Okay, friends, before we get to this episode, just a friendly reminder to please hit the subscribe button on YouTube and Apple Podcast or give us a review. Five stars, please. <laughs> In our world, this is super, super important because it will help with the algorithm to make it easier for people to find us. And thank you for sharing our post across your social media. That really helps with engagement and with us getting guests. Yes. So, hey, if you want us to keep working our way up to talking to Chip and Joanna, yes! please share us with your friends. But regardless, thank you for listening to tell us a good story Steph oh my gosh it's happening <laughs> the OG is back baby okay she just lit up like a Christmas tree right there Joe I, I was not expecting that I was not either that was some elevated energy right there even for stuff when I said we're recording it was like I'm ready you're ready to do this I'm so freaking excited it's been a while back. episode 205 and tonight we have our good friend Mr. Joe Mark. Joe Thank you. All right. So you were, I think, our very first yes. guest on Tell Us Good Story. I, I think you yeah. episode yes. three. And on that, one of the stories you had was a Fu Manchu Man, where we talked about how Steph and I made up a lie for you, and you had told us how gullible your students are. And you're a sixth grade math teacher. Right. And you said, hey, make up a lie, and I guarantee you, I can convince my kids of whatever. And so we came up with that you were a professional wrestler getting through college called Fu Manchu Man. We recorded it. And since then, you've had a ton of people ask if you were a professional wrestler. So since the last time you were mostly, on here. Mostly 12-year-olds. <laughs> so, so since you were on with us, say, a year ago, have you had any more situations? Oh, yeah. So every year, my students will try to find info about me online. Okay. So like just Google search. But I'm very, very careful. So it's very difficult to find any of my, my address or anything like that. Criminal mug shots and stuff. Yeah. You got that all. No, yeah, yeah. That's all been erased. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the only thing that usually always the first thing that pops up is an image from that episode of me. The, you know, the picture you guys yes, used to promote the, yes. that episode. And so they see that. They, they start reading about it. A bunch of them have listened to the episode then, and then they'll come in and ask me about it. And yeah, that's a, even though in the story, I think we've talked about this one other time maybe, but you know, the end of the story is me revealing, of course. You're lying to children. It's, it's, yeah, it's all made up. And th again, most of them still come back in 
Like, were you really a wrestler and, <laughs> to put yourself through college? <laughs> After they've listened to the right. story. <laughs> so, do you say, yes, I was? Or Sometimes, like, yeah, I'll totally just play it off. Yep. That's way more fun. I love it. So, yeah, you guys have a lot of young fans. Apparently. Yes. So, the other day, Emmy, just this past week, came home and said that one of her teachers mm-hmm. had said that episode 80 had popped up on her phone. And so, she listened to it. Episode 80 was with you and our buddy Adam. And it was the one where it was going through your accident. You had, you had fallen. You were on stilts. You were working construction right. I think in college. Yeah. And you'd hit your head. You messed up your leg. And when they were willing you, I guess, in the surgery... Every 30 seconds, you would you know, hop up and be like, oh my gosh, my leg. Right. Yeah. And then you had short-term memory loss, so then you would pass out yep. after you saw your leg. Then 30 seconds later, you'd wake up forgetting what just happened. Oh my gosh, my leg. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. Like dozens of times. <laughs> <laughs> so Emmy's teacher literally went to her and said, I was laughing and haw-hawing out loud at your parents and their friends, episode 80, talking about that. You know what's cool? I was at the school last week, and another person came up to me. She's like, I'm starting to work out, and I'm listening to your guys' podcast while I'm working out. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Which one did you listen to? And she's like, the one from Myrtle Beach when you and your husband got in a fight with him not tailing your parents close enough. And I'm like, I love it. I'm like, but you agree he was in the wrong. We all know that. She agreed. She did it because she I had to not. go. But okay. I think, okay. She, there I we think go. she, I felt that she agreed with me. Okay. So, Joe, since <laughs> the Fu Man Chuman, have you told any big lies to your kids? Any other, I guess, fictitious tales you've had for your sixth grade math kids? Okay. So, we did the like story challenge that you guys came up with. Yes. I think uh-huh. three times, if I remember right. Yes. And it's been a long time ago. Like, all those kids are... In adults college, now, right? adults, yeah. Uh-huh. So the first one was Fu Manchu Man. Yep. Where we said you were a professional wrestler, like in the minor leagues, and your name was Fu Manchu Man because you had a yellow mustache, right? Yeah. Second one was what you plane plane crash survivor. Plane crash survivor, <laughs> yes. And the third one was you were in a hunting accident, and, and of course trap. you have yeah, you got your leg caught in a bear trap, right? Okay. Yeah. So since then, I haven't intentionally, you know, told any stories where I where it was all just made up to okay. like just you know see how gullible the kids are. But sometimes situations just present themselves, and uh, you can't help yourself. I mean, I like my job a lot, and this is one of the things that can make it fun. You know, lying to kids. Yeah, lying to children. <laughs> it's very entertaining. I mean, it is it's for one me. of the perks of the job. <laughs> so the other day, I had to go down to the office right at the beginning of the day, like right when we would be taking attendance to relay a message to our secretary. And as I'm passing another coworker's room, I hear him talking to a kid and he says these words, which every teacher knows what this means. Do you need to take the trash can with you? Uh, so this kid is sick. He's about to throw up maybe. Yeah. So I was already going that way. And so I said, hey, I'll carry the trash can for him. And you could tell, I mean, this kid looked really sick. miserable. Yes. Um, so we're going down the hallway. I'm checking on him. He's like, I think I'm going to make it. We get uh, all the way down. I hand him off to the nurse. Did your job. You're done. I did my job. I relayed my message to the secretary. I'm going back, take the trash can back to the other classroom. And I walk in and the teacher of that class looks at me and he was like, did he make it? And I was like, he didn't make it. Oh. <laughs> and all the kids are like, oh, like a low grumbling <laughs> noise. And I'm standing there with the trash can. And a couple of them noticed this. Okay. You know, most of them aren't paying much attention at yes. this point. And then you could hear a few of them, and I saw them looking at me, and I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just go, and I put the trash can down in the corner, and that teacher 
wasn't sure if I was messing or not. <laughs> and uh, we're good buddies. We joke a lot. But he wasn't sure himself. Well, on my way down, this was, again, early in the morning. So there were only like two, three pieces of paper in the bottom of this trash bag. And there was an almost empty juice container from breakfast okay. from the cafeteria with a little bit of grape juice on it. Okay. So as I saw that, thoughts started thundering <laughs> around in my head. And I decided to pour the remnants of this little grape juice across those pieces of paper to get them wet. And of course, it looked kind of reddish. Okay. So after having the trash can, I was like, look down in the trash can. All the kids are like, oh, just that I'm looking in there. <laughs> I grabbed that paper. Oh, no. And, like, literally some of the Dripping. liquid is, like, running down the paper, and it's red, and they're all like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'm, like, not actually touching it. You know, I'm just touching the paper, whatever. And they're just losing it. And the teacher's over there looking at me like, what are you doing, Oh my. Mr. Buck? <laughs> right. And uh, another, like, 30 seconds or whatever goes by, some of the kids are, like, staring at me. What's going on? Why is he still in here? And then I kind of hold my hand up towards my face and I start sniffing my fingers. Oh, no. I said, I think he had strawberries for breakfast. (gasps) And then you have kids that are like holding their stomachs (laughs) and just... Grossing everybody out. Oh, they're so freaking out about this. Totally grossed out. And I was like, don't worry about it. It'll be okay. So then I finally like, hey, I'm going to take off and leave. So I knew as soon as I left, they were all going to be like talking about it and everything. Yes. Which was fantastic. (laughs) So a couple periods later... Uh, it was my free period, and I was relaying this little story to another teacher in the hallway, and she walked back to get her class started, and I thought, well, here's another little opportunity, because some of those kids were in that first class. Okay. Now they're in this other class yes. a couple periods later. Seen you. So I go in there, I said, hey, kids, listen, uh, I'm not feeling the greatest. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go home at lunchtime, but your math test for today is still on like in the afternoon and like as soon as I finish this one kid's like well it's probably because you reached your hand into the (laughs) trash can and you pulled out the vomit covered paper and then you were like smelling your hand and then all the kids of course that didn't know the story are like incredulous you know they're like what did he do (laughs) so you know we had some fun with it but (laughs) Again, when that opportunity presented itself to me and I just had that That's probably weird why. random thought hit my head and I was like, eh, sure, we're going to just pretend this kid vomited and <laughs> pour some grape juice on some papers <laughs> to make it work. <laughs> so, again, fun job. <laughs> all right, Steph, i got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> What's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book, honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinStuff.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? So listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. So Joe, I've got a couple stories to share tonight. One is I want to share what happened when your daughter, Zaylor, came over to our house at Christmas two months ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your daughter, Zaylor, is... 19 
Is that right? Yeah. 19 years old. She's a freshman at high university. Right. And we loved it that she wanted to hang out with us. So she spent the night uh, one weekend with us when she was home for Christmas break. Kids are super excited to spend time with Zaylor. So when they got here, our five-year-old son, Tate, went to Zaylor and started telling her the house rules of the Mason household here. But it was like his rules. Right. Okay. So he goes over to Zaylor and I, I just happened to walk in the room. And he's like, listen, when you're watching TV here, do not, and I repeat, like, do not buy anything. You <laughs> will get in so much trouble, Zaylor. Like he was he was very concerned. Like, like, look at me. Like I think he grabbed her face. Like, oh, listen, do not buy anything on the TV. You will get in so much trouble. Like, you don't even want to know. Then he goes, Listen, Zaylor. When you go potty, when you're done, just yell for my mommy and daddy, and they'll come wipe you. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, excuse me? Like, that is like full service. We still do that at our house. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than a hotel here at the Mason house. So it was so funny. He was going through all the house rules for Zaylor, Mm -hmm. and she was very kind just to listen and and last long. Oh, yeah. So... Your son, Zeke, is here. <gasps> and his fiance, yes. Lauren. Lauren. And they're getting married here in about six weeks. Yep. 51 Super, days. 51 days. Let us said. know. 51 days. So, Zeke was our ring bearer. Yes. Almost right. 20 years ago, yeah. Steph, in our wedding. And it's so sweet because now Lauren and Zeke asked Tate Man to be their ring bearer. So, yes. I'm just like, ugh. It just blessed my heart so we much. We actually were talking about that on the way up. Were you? Just what a cool, yeah, full circle experience that has turned out to be. Very amazing. It's so cool. And it's so nice. So in honor of Zeke, let's talk about stuff. What not to do when we get married. Love this. You love these stories. Love this. Okay, so what story What story pops to your mind when it talks about what not to do when we get married? Probably one of them would be my hair. Okay. So... We had just gotten this married. This is the first month of our marriage, Joe. First month. First month. Yep. And I had been blonde forever. And I'm like, let me like change it up and go dark. It's going to be healthier for my hair. I want it to be shiny. And when you say forever, forever, as long as I had known you. Yes. For two and a half years. Yes. You had been a blonde. Yes. I was used to blonde. I love blonde. I fell in love with the blonde. You did. You didn't fall in love so, with the person. You fell in love with my hair. <laughs> so let's change it as soon as you get married. I just wanted to switch it up. I'm like, this will be fun. And I went to my hairdresser. She's amazing. She did it. And she's like, oh, this looks really good. Brings out your eyes because I have blue eyes. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to show Kevin. And I was a little nervous that I was going to show Kevin. Apparently, Kevin loved me for my hair is what I realized (laughs) when I showed him. No. She came home and was like, surprise. And here's what is not the proper response. The proper response is not, who did this to you? That is not (laughs) the proper response, Joe. And here's the context. Before we'd gotten married, I had a friend say, hey, listen, just so you know, when when you get married, things are going to change. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's just much different. He's like, first thing is, your wife's probably going to want to be changing a lot of stuff about you and about the house. He's like, you're probably going to be so busy. You're not going to be working out anymore, Kevin. You're probably going to get weight. Just expect you're going to turn into a big fat guy, right? (laughs) That's basically what he was telling me. He's like, also, your wife, she's going to change her hair. She's going to change her hairstyle. She's going to have one of those mom cuts. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. 
So first month into our marriage, Steph comes home, has a completely different hairstyle, different hair color, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of set me it off. It freaked like, you out. Yeah, it freaked me out. Like, oh my gosh, he was right. Everything is changing now. And you didn't have a heads up. Like, you didn't tell no. like No. Oh, okay. Surprise. Oh, boy. <laughs> she just came home Surprise. like, who did this to you? That was not a good... That was not the proper response. not the proper response. That's no. not how we should do that. I think I cried and called Michelle to have her talk me down. So... Stephanie actually made the exact same mistake, except I just went bald. <laughs> but when I first got married, I had a nice head of hair. Did you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Curly. Gorgeous. Sort of curly, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know this stuff? I had no clue. Oh, we're going to have to find some pictures. You know he had a full head of hair? No. Oh, yeah. Was like, that... I would love to see that. Oh, we'll do oh, that. We can pull up some, yeah. some pictures. Interesting. But right. well, yeah, that's a shock to the system. The first time I <laughs> shaved my head, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't know what yourself, like, what you're going to look like. Totally. So that's scary enough. What made you shave your head? I was going bald. <laughs> you're like, not, we're I'm not, not having... Oh, yeah, I was not a hanger on her. No, as soon as it was thinning. You're done. You did it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you tell your wife, my sister at the time? Or yeah. Did you just surprise oh, yeah. her? Yeah. No, she knew. Okay. She knew it was coming. Right. So my birthday from our first year of marriage is another thing that still stands out because I love birthdays. I love Christmas. I love birthdays. Like, they just make me happy. And I didn't realize how important birthdays were to you at the time. I didn't realize your parents had just what they had done for your birthdays. They made it a big deal. Mom and dad made it such a big deal. Like, my birthday is literally five days after Christmas, and mom was so conscious of that. Like, she didn't want it to be like, oh, we just had Christmas. Here's a birthday party, which it was nothing. No, she made it super special. So I'm assuming the very first year of marriage, my husband's going to make it super special. It's going to be the same. It's going to no be changes amazing. Because that's how my parents did it for me, Joe. I mean, right. yes, they made a big deal out of sure. our birthdays. Did they? No? Just like you're 10, 13, 16. Really? 18, yeah. But not like I'm turning 20. No. But as an adult, your parents made you feel very, very special. Yes. Because of my birthday. Yes. Yes. That's not, I mean, once I got 18, it's like. You're done. I wouldn't say you're done, but I mean, it's, it's just, it's different. It's different. Well, my parents made it special. Your mama still makes you a pie. She does. And it's delicious. I love your birthday pie. So anyways, I'm expecting, like he never asked me what I want for dinner, what I want for my birthday cake, what I want for my birthday. I'm like, oh, he's going to surprise me. And it is going to be amazing. I surprised you. Oh, you sure did. It is now six or seven o'clock at night. I haven't had anything special. There's no cake involved. And I, I'm not going to mention it because now I am being, what's the word? Dramatic. I'm not dramatic. Maybe a little bit. But I was like, I'm going to prove a point. Like, this is my birthday. And I was like, no, he's going to surprise me. First year of marriage, he's going to surprise me at the very end where I'm getting ready for bed. And you were one of those people who didn't think you should work on your birthday. No. Either. No. You don't work on That's your birthday. That's not me. Wow. That is not me. But to be fair, I'm a nurse. At that point, I was in the hospital, so I worked three days a week. So Correct. I had the option of not working in on my, my birthday. In my world, that's never an option. Yeah. That I'm working on my birthday, unless yeah. it falls on a weekend. Totally. I'm working. But as a nurse, it's a perk. <laughs> I don't work on my birthday. So it's like six, seven o'clock at night. And Kevin's like, oh. I get home from work. Yes. At six or seven o'clock at night. It was a weekend. It was almost like a Saturday or a Friday. Do you want to validate that? Because I will look up right now if that was on a weekend. Yeah. All right. Let's check. 
December 30th, 2004. Yep. It was a Thursday. Okay. So I get home. No, no, no. So here's the thing. I guarantee you probably took a half a day. No. Because that week after Christmas to New Year's, you didn't work that much. Right? I don't know. Back then, early in my career, I probably did. You might have. So, you might have. I guarantee I got home. Mm-hmm. All right. I had a plan with Steph. But, Joe, I forgot to wrap her gift. Big no-no. I found out with Steph, it is, you've got to wrap the gift. It can't be in... It cannot be in Christmas wrapping paper. Yes. That has since changed. It has to be in birthday wrapping paper. At that time, yes. And at that time, don't put it in like a bag and just hand it to her. No. So, I didn't do any of that. No, though. no. You know what he did? I still had it in the no. store bag. He still had it in the store bag. He swung <laughs> it in a circle like a lasso and what? threw it. And I was like, seriously? She caught it across the room. Wait, obviously I caught I, it. So, that, did, that didn't impress her. That was not impressive. Second thing is, Joe, I got her a ice cream cake from mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. In yes. a bag? Not in a bag, okay. but for her dessert. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, I didn't get birthday cake. I got her an ice cream cake from Dairy Queen because... I love ice cream cake from Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. And I had never met anybody in my life who did not like ice Everybody cream Everybody loves ice cream cake. From Dairy Queen. <laughs> so I'm like, she's going to love this. <laughs> so I bought this like sheet cake from, <laughs> from the freezer. And that is not what she wanted. And I was totally confused. So here's the deal. He basically got me a birthday of everything he wanted. Right. So he got me a bag. <laughs> Inside the bag was a Buckeye shirt, which he loves. <laughs> That's then what I was going to ask. he got himself an ice cream cake. So that was where the confusion came. We were going to share the ice cream cake. I'm like, yes. it's going to be an amazing birthday. Yes. And I was confused because how do you not like this ice cream cake? Everybody loves Dairy Queen ice cream Everyone cake. loves it. But it wasn't your favorite dessert. It wasn't what you were expecting. Yes. I was coming at it from my perspective of, hey. I love. Yeah, I love this. I so love I know this. my wife is going to love this. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking in my mind because I love this. You're going to love it. Guarantee, and and that's not it. But you know what's interesting now? Being married almost 20 years, I could not care less if you got me a cake. But in fact, this year, let me talk about what you did this year for my birthday. (laughs) This year, Kevin, as you all know, loves to shop for himself at Christmas. So he's been buying stuff on an L.L. Bean credit card so he gets points so he can get free things. It's very smart. It's Kevin. An L.L. Bean's credit card gives humongous bonuses. They do. So that's why. So... He's like, Seth, for your birthday, I have all of this money. You pick something from the catalog that you want for your birthday. So I did, and I showed him. And on my birthday, I got nothing that I picked out. From L.L. Bean. From L.L. Bean. So when I told you, I was like, wait. You were confused. I was so confused. I got you stuff, but you said, I I thought you were going to give me something from L.L. Bean. You thought it was a done deal. Yeah. And I said, why would you think that? And then you refreshed my memory. Hey, remember that time you came to me with a catalog and I picked out a handful of things? Yep. It it was like, that was the first time I'd ever heard of this. Like, what are you talking about? And then later on, I realized, yes, that's exactly what I did. So I totally messed that up. Totally fine. My bad. All right, Steph, I'm going to test you again here. What is your favorite book of all time? Uh, Obviously, it's the Bible, Kevin. (laughs) Yes. Nailed it. Very good. This time, you didn't say the book we wrote called You Met Her Where. But it's still a really good book. That is true. And it would make a great gift for friends or relatives on their birthday or for Christmas. Friends, you can order your copy of our book titled You Met Her Where at KevinAndSteph.com. And we will make sure to personally sign a copy for you or whoever you want. And as always, thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. How about this? Let's talk about things not to say. I love this. To your spouse. Yes. After you get married. Joe, what's one thing you shouldn't say to a spouse? 
Oh my goodness. I mean, I've, I've been told many times I'm pretty much the perfect husband. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this is going to be a tough one for you. I've been married for almost 24 years with a four-year break in between. <laughs> um, so that's, I'd say literally half of my life. 24 years yeah, yeah. of marriage is half of my life. So yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure I've never messed so it you up. You got it figured out. Mm-mm. So things not to say yes. to your spouse. One, Love it. don't ever, ever no. say relax or calm down. No. I found that out pretty you quick. You never say that. It is like pouring gasoline on a fire. 1,000%. It is the opposite of relax and calm down. Yes. It would have been better for me to say, hey, why don't you freak out on me right now? <laughs> <laughs> that would have that would actually calm the situation down more than saying calm down or relax. Uh-huh. Why is that a universal thing with women stuff? You just you just can't say it. No. Like I, I don't know what it is, but we try to have conversations with men. And I think we're coming from a spot like we want to get along with you. We love you. So if we're getting fired up, it's probably because y'all aren't listening to us and we're getting more and more fired up and you're like I don't want to talk about this right now. And we're like, no, we're not done talking about this right now. And then if you like start to walk away, then that fires us up. And then it then's when the moment when you're like, you just need to calm down. And then I've, I've hit the point. I am Mount Vesuvius. I'm erupting because you just told me to calm down. All I wanted to do is have a conversation. I think that's what it is. But it's universal. So if I could give your son some advice, oh, don't yeah. ever tell your wife, relax or calm down. Mm-hmm. never ever does mm-hmm. that help the situation no nope. it would be like for us like you and i kevin sometimes our let's say uh, lack of temper control self-control <laughs> uh, especially if like we're doing one of those really fun like house projects or something like that <laughs> yes. you, right Where you start perfect you start to throw the hammer across yes. the uh, workshop or something you know if stephanie were to come in right at that same time like you need to relax <laughs> <laughs> you know okay that would not go over okay. well Speaking of that, here's what Steph has done that drives me crazy. In that same exact context, Joe, Steph will come out and be like, oh, this is all you got done? (laughs) Yeah. And it is like, are you kidding me? Do you realize the five things that just went wrong over the past two hours? So when you come in like, oh, I thought you had more done by now. Like, that drives me nuts. That sets me off. Okay. So... In that context, <laughs> your building is amazing. Like the stuff that you were able to create, absolutely amazing. However, when I am exhausted, stressed, dealing with crying babies, and you've been outside, and I'm like, this is all you have done, <laughs> I now see how that is like burning gasoline on you. But I didn't know. Okay. Well, you do. Know. But now, you okay, know, you know. I want to ask you two because you both do have bad tempers at times. Like you don't just like stay quiet. And you're like, take a deep breath. It's gonna be fine. What is the one of the worst things you guys think you've done? Like to let your aggression out. I'd rather not disclose that on this podcast. <laughs> <right, honestly. laughs> I gotta. Yeah, I'd have to check statute of limitations on with local law enforcement, probably. Worst. I mean, one of the, the thing that comes to mind. Again, I'm not proud of this, but when we were at our old house, I was trying to install a ceiling fan. Yeah. And I couldn't get it, mm-hmm. and I ripped it out of the wall, walked it downstairs, and threw it out in the front yard. <laughs> Yeah, I've never that. heard that story. You remember that? Oh, I chucked it in the front yard. I was yes, so mad. Like, done. <laughs> it was like the Griswold's Christmas vacation where he, where he took that chainsaw to the post. And he's yep. like, post is fixed. 
That's how I was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, I was so mad. I remember walking out from the house. Again, you're doing something outside. I come out to check on you to see how you're doing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see... It was a shovel just go flying like end over end across the yard. And I'm like, okay. And I walked right back in the house. I'm like, and not going well. we're, not, we're not even talking no, at now's this not point. A good, now's not a good time. That's not a point to check on you. Probably not good to say, hey, is this all you've got done? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another thing I've said that is not good when you're giving me an earful. In yes. the past, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have said, are you done now? Are you finished? Oh, that's not good, Joe. Let me know when you're done. No. Oh! <laughs> that was not good. Oh. <laughs> I'm almost positive I've never said that <laughs> to my wife. Seriously, man. that's You're taking your life in your hands. <laughs> that he is. Wow. That was not good. Mm-mm. Not uh-uh. good. Another thing I've said is when Steph will ask me a question, do you like the way this looks? Anything like this? Mm-hmm. And this happened. It did. You came home with your eyebrows done. And Joe, okay, at the place where you work, yes, they will test things on each other. Mm-hmm. Steph comes home, and it looked like they had drawn with a Sharpie new eyebrows on my wife. It was awful. It, it was, was awful. <laughs> like Same thing. Walks in and is like, who did this to you? Mm-hmm. Like, that bad. So, And this is, we've been married over 10 years at this point. Yeah. So here's the thing. It was a brand new thing back in the day or when it first started. So, ladies, it's called microblading. And it's basically like a semi-tattoo. So, it makes your brows look fuller. All right. So, our esthetician was getting trained by this woman who was supposed to be like the brow guru of this. Y'all, she almost waxed my entire brows off. They were so swollen. Then she did this like microblading technique i was bleeding down my face (laughs) my eyes were almost swollen because of how swollen my brow bone had been and then kevin's right it looked like i had marker all over sharpie Sharpie, and i look like spock groucho marks groucho marks (laughs) yes that's who i look like so i was freaking out i'm like kevin's kevin's not gonna be happy he's not gonna be happy because maybe he won't notice what do i tell you when people ask you hey can i try this on you Say no. You should not be the first one that they're trying this on. Do but not be the first guinea job. pig. No. Yes, it is. Have someone else come. No, I, I, I have really else wanted it. Come and do it. I know, but I really wanted <laughs> you it. You should not be the first one. I know, but I really wanted it. Should not be the first one. So I had to go tell Kevin. So I remember being in the car and like praying on the way home to see how you were going to handle this. So Groucho Marx walks in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and said, I ask what happened? Yep. Who did this to you? Mm-hmm. And you're like, how does it look? And I go, on a scale of one to ten, how honest do you want me to be right now? And that was not the answer. And you're like, you I, just answered. You just told you me. Just told me. Like, you just told me. I didn't tell you crap. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've made that comment multiple times now, and every time you do not like it when uh-uh. I say, on a scale of one to ten, how honest do you want me to be with you right now? Because it, I know then, right? That's all he has to You're say. Not, yeah, there's no disclaimer there unless no. it's bad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin, you should have given her the, the Tommy boy, you know. Not here. <laughs> not, not here. Not down here. here. Right here. <laughs> that reminds me of the joke my buddy Micah told me the one time where a wife was getting ready in the bathroom, looking in the mirror, and she's like, oh my gosh, I feel awful. I feel like I look like a fat cow husband can you please give me a compliment and he goes well 
your eyesight's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you like what you hear, please tell someone about us. As soon as this episode is over, go tell your spouse, your closest friend, a parent, a coworker, or share one of our posts on social media. However, if you don't like what you're hearing, please do not. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. Just disregard this message. Don't worry about it. Forget about us. Yep. Go on with your merry day. And to get more information about us or our entire catalog of episodes, be sure to check us out at kevinandsteph.com. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. All right, Steph. As I was editing this episode, I quickly realized we did not really end the conversation that we were having the other night with Joe. We really didn't. We kind of just stopped. Like, just stopped talking. (laughs) I tried to pivot the conversation to what is coming up on Tell Us Good Story, and you weren't having it. I was so tired. You were tired. I I think you were over my jokes and my stories. I said, I remember saying, Steph, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? And you were like, nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) that's it we're done it's hilarious we just ended it yeah we didn't wrap up the conversation at all Mm -mm. we didn't even say goodbye to joe oh we didn't but i quickly went and got my jammies on and went to bed and i was very happy (laughs) and you're like i'm done i'm so tired (laughs) we literally just ended it and so as i was editing this Mm -hmm. i realized we need to wrap this up somehow yeah so next week stuff I'm excited because it marks four years ago that we started Tell Us a Good Story. Mm. Very first episode posted February 28th, 2020. What's crazy to think, and we've mentioned this before, it was literally right before things got shut down with COVID. Yeah, Isn't that it was, crazy? Literally. Four years ago, that's happened. Yeah. And people ask us all the time, hey, did you ever see this happening? No. No. We didn't see any of this. I didn't know what the runway was going to be, how long we were going to be doing this. And the average podcast last, I believe it's seven episodes. So for this to be episode 205. A God thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gone. kind of a rare area. Lord here. knows you and I couldn't be doing Four this. years later, we're doing yeah. this. And stuff that people were talking to is just Oh incredible. my gosh. Unbelievable. <clears throat> you guys, some of the guests that we have coming up is just incredible. And we've actually recorded the next four episodes already. Which you know makes me happy. It does. So we we did a lot of episodes the last, what, three weeks, I would yes. say. We've recorded a lot mm-hmm. and just kind of banked them. So next week's episode is with Mac Brock. <gasps> Mac you Brock guys. is the co-founder of Elevation Worship with Pastor Stephen Furtick. Mm. So he was part of Elevation Worship for 10 years. And now he records solo and he does a lot of music producing and writing. Yeah, it was it was a really fun conversation. But not only that, he is going to be in Ohio this weekend. Yes. And what happened? <gasps> he invited us to be his guest. Yes, at the concert. I thought it was a concert. Yeah. But it is some type of festival. Okay. And so we looked it up. We're actually leaving tomorrow mm-hmm. for this in Canton, Ohio. And he's, he's leading worship, but it's Craig Rochelle and Tim Tebow is speaking at this. <gasps> and stuff. he sent us tickets today. And he said, hey, I'll get you in. You know, we'll call whatever. Like, very, very kind. So nice of him. And we're like... I don't know what row we're in, but we're pretty darn close. I'm so, so excited. We won't be needing binoculars to <laughs> watch Well, obviously, this. I can tell that you did not but... pay for these tickets, or we would have needed binoculars. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's exciting. We're going to get to meet him in person. He said, hey, just text me when you get here. I want to meet you two. And what are the odds that we could meet Craig Rochelle or Tim Tebow? 
Yeah, I'm praying for that oh, to happen. Oh, that would be amazing, to, uh, you guys. Meet, Y'all, meet Tim Tebow. if that happens, you know you're going to hear all about it on the next podcast. And Steph is going to give one of those humongous bear hugs. Oh, you know it's well, happening. Well, thankfully, those two dudes are muscular. Yeah. So they would they be able handle to it. handle a bear yes. hug from you. Just You might have security step in and be like, hey, lady. <laughs> You can let I go won't of them even now. get to watch the show because I'll be escorted out <laughs> of the like, venue. Here's this weirdo. But I got my hug in. It's all that matters. And I'll tell you guys all about it. So Mac Brock is next week. He is great. Then we've got Riley Clemens, who is an just outstanding Nashville artist. And she has been opening on the Zach Williams tour. Uh-huh. And she has opened for a lot of different people. And so she has some good stories as well. She's down there in Nashville. And She's it was interesting. She was discovered at a... High school musical. A middle school oh, musical. A middle school? Yes, because she signed. She was the youngest to sign with this recording company at age like 14. That's crazy. Insane. So just like the most Nashville thing you would think of, it right? Nashville. And we joke with her like they teach math, science, and songwriting in their schools, right? It was just <laughs> very Nashville, but incredibly talented mm-hmm. young artist. I think she's 23 or 24 now. Then the following week, we have Coach Brad Larson, <gasps> the former head coach yes. for the NHL hockey team here in Columbus, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And he had some phenomenal Crazy stories. Crazy stories. Including, I think the first thing you asked him was, do you have your real teeth? Yes, don't tell him. <laughs> Don't tell the answer. You can guess what the answer is. I mean, this dude is old school, but he played 13 seasons professional hockey, and then he coached in professional hockey for 13 years as well. Mm -hmm. So then we have... Morgan Klein. Morgan Klein, who's the founder of Burn Boot Camp, which has, I think, over 500 locations now in the United States and just growing. She was awesome, and she talked about how... You know, just, just even the pressure of when you own a health and fitness type company to make sure you don't get pictures taken of you and your car going Eating through McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. Really funny, especially when her husband's got like their vehicle wrapped in burn, burn boot camp. camp stuff. Yeah. So she had some good stories. And then we haven't had this conversation yet, but we're scheduled to next week. And it's with another Ramsey personality, Dave Ramsey's daughter, Rachel Cruz, who I believe, Steph, is getting ready to take over the company is what I've read. I guess we'll ask her about that. We will definitely ask her about that. And what was it like being Dave Ramsey's daughter growing up? Like, what age did you start budgeting? So she will be fantastic to talk to. But Steph, anything else you would like to share with listeners here as we wrap up episode 205? Just y'all, again, thank you for being on this journey. We're starting our fourth season. Starting no, our fifth season. We're starting our fifth season, and we couldn't do that with all, all you loyal listeners hanging in there, sharing us on social media and with your friends, and we are just so thankful and grateful. And thank you for listeners as well who have been sending me messages via social media or our website saying, hey, here would be somebody that would be good to talk to. So yes. I've got I've got a nice laundry list of people. Um, we're Keep booked out. Yes, we're booked out about two months right now in advance, which is amazing. Oh, it helps. But us. <laughs> I have a nice laundry list of people to reach out to, and a lot of it is from you listeners sharing names with me of somebody you just saw on TV, someone you heard speak at your corporation, someone you heard speak at your church. So uh, thank you for sending those in to us. And folks, keep us in prayer. 
as we continue on Tell Us Good Story and continue to find the right guests to talk to. I'm so excited. Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or one of the other platforms. You guys, it's completely free. And while you're there, feel free to give us a rating or a nice review. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story.